It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, February 16th, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Pisscast. Welcome to it. It's funny, we kicked off the show today with a kiss tune. Yes. Um, and I was wearing my kiss shirt, and then I announced that I would flash anyone willingly who was driving by very early in the morning. No one uh, came. Feeling really, no one did. This is very sad. But I was like, this is going to be. No takers, Sean. It's fine. That's fine. I wouldn't, to be honest. Uh, but I was like, this is going to be a silly show. And it, it, it was. It, it was. Really we had fun. some good laughs. Yeah. I'm at that overtired level of like just feeling goofy, you know? Like you just kind of get to that mode sometimes where. Yeah. yeah, it's felt like a long week. This is a long weekend. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to chilling. Totally. You're going to Fernie? I am. Yeah, my boyfriend Cliff came in last night, so we're going to mosey on to Fernie this weekend and chill out there. It's funny because it, the timing was tough because I wouldn't have ideally picked this weekend, but with him and I, we, we only have very few weekends that we can actually get together, and so this was one weekend he'd come here, and I knew it would be right after Japan. I was like... I'd be a little tired, probably a little loopy still on jet lag, but uh, here we are. Very nice. I think I'm going to take the kids skating. It's supposed Freak, to be yes. above zero this weekend. Yeah. Sleep yeah. in a few days. It's oh, yeah. Really, really nice. Yeah. Really nice. Glorious. Chill one. Make it a chill one. Uh, on today's show, like Shauna said, we did have a couple of uh, pretty good laugh attacks. We did. Maybe you didn't find it as funny as we did, but we were laughing pretty hard. <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, entering a relationship with debt. We're going to talk about songs with breaths in them, shitty motivational speakers, giant feet, all that and more on your out of, after your out of context clip. If you got size 18 dogs, I'd take a look. Yeah, I'd like to you hold know? those shoes. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. It's kind of a dumb question here, and I don't know if you'll have the answer to it or not, Shauna, but um, do some bald men polish their heads? No. No? They're just rocking naturally shiny chrome domes? Why would you want... To have a polished head. I, uh, like, why I would you polish like a bowling ball? You think they just like, sit there and oh, let's rub this up? Yeah. I don't know. There's just uh, the odd fella clean. That, that I see at the gym with a real shiny lid. I think that's just and, natural. Okay. That's just a natural sheen. Like I've had, I've had, I'm bald now and I've had it yeah. taken down like with a straight razor, but mm-hmm. it didn't shine like, like some of the. the You've got a non-shiny head you're saying? Well, that's too bad. I think they call it matte. Yeah. I have a matte, matte head. <laughs> It's not a gloss head. It's a matte mm-hmm. head. Um, but there's the extra gloss, right? The high gloss. The high head. gloss heads. And I've seen some high gloss heads around, John. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's so, a safety feature. You like know? for reflection? Reflection. Yeah, just a natural <laughs> reflector up there. These guys like... They're cyclists. I was going to say, they're they cyclists and they don't... Yeah. I just want you to know they're there. You know that scene in Wizard of Oz where they're getting all ready to meet the wizard? Uh-huh. And they... They polish and buff the Tin Man. You know, with that big wheel. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what you I was wondering if some guys, guys are running those in their bathroom, you know? Uh, yeah. You know the, the science center and the... I don't know if yours had it where you touch that that really shiny chrome ball. Yeah, and the hair stands up. And then your up. hair stands up. Maybe they... That's <laughs> what they're going for. <laughs> this is really just stupid. Get, just give me the science center static machine. That's I what think I'm you knew for. what that was. It's amazing. I said that a lot. I'm like, he's going to have no idea what also, I'm talking about. Also, that machine doesn't work if you're a bald man. Did you just look the same? 
You just look exactly the same. <laughs> Here, come try this. Come try this. Old Georgie over oh there. Spits. Oh, <laughs> doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, so you know, need hair, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> work from, we, like, can we get a volunteer? I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And they're like, no, not uh, you. Anyone not else? You, sir. Anyone else? Does, does it work for the hair on my pork sword? Or like? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was listening to, I forget which song recently, but uh, there was some very prominent breathing in the song. And I don't mean like sexy moans, but I mean just breaths of some sort. And I got thinking about how prominent breathing and intentional breathing is in so many different songs and for so many different reasons. It's the rock and roll breath, Beckler. The rock and roll breath. The rock breath. and roll breath. The, the rock and roll respiration. Yeah, that's it. And it's a thing. And again, there's so many different reasons. And first of all, any song that has breath in the title or talks about breathing, I find will stylistically use breaths. But the first thing that came to mind is this song, and I haven't heard it in so long, but Britney Spears, I'm a slave for you. The <laughs> breathing in that one, too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that one is obviously intentionally trying to sound a little sexual, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just it's very prominent in that song. It's weird. That song stuck with me from so long ago. It's the first one I thought of when you heard of Heavy Breathing. But that's it, right? From around the same era, I also thought of this one by Destiny's Child. Side note, the music video for that, that era, Beyonce... It's hot as anyone who's ever lived, I think. Well, also, that era, like Britney Spears, and there were other... That was a big thing for a while, is having the sexy breath in your songs. Like, that was very much a part of what you just did, right? Uh, And then this one's more recent, and this isn't really meant to be a sexy breath, but Taylor Swift does it in a lot of her songs. You did a number on me, but honestly, baby, who's counting? And it's very, and that one is breaths that she is doing kind of as she's singing, but they're right. leaving them and intentionally leaving them in song. She's not going off mic, right? It's the conscious decision it's to leave that in decision, there. It's decision, which happens a lot mm-hmm. in music these days as well. That's more, that's the more, I think, modern day version of the, the okay. breath. Yeah, it used to be sexy and then it's that. Uh, then there's the very intentional um, Imagine Dragons, this breath. The gasp. Yeah. The chemicals. Oh, that's the biggest. That's yeah. the biggest gas of breath. I've, he is. He's about to die. He really think, needs music. Do you think Dan Reynolds has ever like choked while doing that before, I, while doing it live, and and then started coughing instead? Probably. Just yeah. try doing it right now. Try doing that gasp. <sighs> it kind of hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. I have like a, I have like a sore rib, and that really hurts. <laughs> and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, friend of the show, Craig sent me a video that was suggested to him on Instagram, and he said, "I don't know if I should be embarrassed that this was a suggested post directed right at me, mm. or if this is a parody." But these motivational speakers are getting out of hand. So it's this dude, and he he very much comes across as a parody, though I don't think he. I think he's serious. And he says he's on day 44 of taking a cold shower every day. Okay. So he's just standing in his bathroom and then he's in the shower and like saying motivational things while the cold water hits him. It's like, his- get off your ass. You're wasting your life. It's day 44 of taking a cold shower every single day. And I'm back for your daily motivation. Now let's jump in. Now he's, now he's in the shower in his trunks. <laughs> It's easy to lose sight of your inner strength when you're in the thick of struggle. 
But so I'm here. Goes on like that. Okay. Clearly part of the cold plunge craze, yeah. but he doesn't have a cold plunge tub, so right. he's just, so doing, he's the just cold, doing the shower. Cold. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't laugh. I mean, he's he's trying to better himself. He's trying to inspire others, which is more than I'm doing by making fun of him. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, okay. Craig does have a point, though. This is getting out of hand. It's getting a little out of hand. Not everybody is a motivational speaker. No. As you stand in your bathroom in a cold shower and... Film yourself and drop some wisdom. I don't know about that. I'm not sure that that's know. quite as effective. But you know what? Again, if it's effective, helping someone, then that's good. <laughs> like if you don't have the cold plunge tub, it's okay. You don't. Yeah, have, you don't have. You to don't do have this. to. No. <laughs> no. Day 44 of sticking my head in the freezer. <laughs> we we only grow when we're uncomfortable. <laughs> you can hear me muffled inside the freezer. <laughs> Day 44 of slamming my hand in a drawer. <laughs> Just repeatedly. Day 44 of slamming my junk in the dishwasher. <laughs> Wham! Day 44 of repeatedly stubbing my toe on a bedpost. The, the pain you the feel today. The pain you feel today is the strength you feel tomorrow. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Day 44 of touching my pecker after using A535. Just. <laughs> ah, there it is again. Ah, Ow! That burn is gross. Oh, the burn. <laughs> It's, it's growing. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Do you know McKenna's credit score? I don't. I don't even know my own credit score, Shauna. Mm, fair. Um, I asked this because a friend of mine was telling me about how he doesn't want to combine funds with his girlfriend because she's super in debt. Oh. And he was super concerned because he said when they first started dating, he didn't realize how in debt she was. And now he's really, he's like, this is concerning for me. That That's a deal breaker for some people is the amount of debt that somebody's in. And I, I have to be honest with you, I've never really considered that. Like, I don't know what Cliff's credit score is. I don't know what his credit is. But mm-hmm. this day and age, with the unaffordability of everything and people actually going into debt more and more, I'm wondering if this is going to become even more of a thing when you start dating somebody. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know, like, maybe prenups have been around forever and that sort of thing, right? It's true. If, especially yeah. if, like, one person comes from a bunch of money and the other doesn't. But How does that work when it comes to common law? I don't even know. That's a good question. Yeah, because I've heard that, you know, I've heard that said before that if you live together for this long, then you're considered common law. And yeah. So does I don't that know. account for debt too? Because you'd, you'd have to talk to probably a family lawyer about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I know that when McKenna and I started dating, she had a student loan. Right. Which I think is damn near paid off. That'll be nice. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but no, it's like she didn't come. To, she did like she did. We neither of us entered the relationship with a ton of debt, like or with you know debt that's a problem. Right. Debt that's so beyond you did what, at least know that much. Oh yeah. About each other. We yeah. were open with each other, and we, as soon as we got married, we combined our our money and everything. I think actually even before that, because you know we had Bo. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and we had a house. I don't, yeah, like I said, I don't even know what my credit score is. I think it would be pretty good because I've paid off a few vehicle loans. Yeah. Like I have two mortgages, haven't missed a payment, and I've used my credit card to pay for everything and paid it off each month since I was like 18. So yep. I, I know mine because I had identity theft. So uh, part of right. what they said after that happened was you, you should check your credit score intermittently because that's how you can find out if they've tried to do it again. Cause I guess when somebody steals your identity, sometimes they'll wait a little while. They know you're going to clear your credit and then they try it all over oh, again. That's so awful. that's it's evil. scary, but they, that luckily hasn't happened. So I do know my credit score and it's, it's really good, but um, yeah, I, I don't know Cliff's like, hmm. 
Uh, not that I'm, I'm sure he's not in a huge amount of debt, but that is something that I think people are going to be discussing more openly down the line. What I find very surprising, and maybe it's just surprising because it's not how my parents did things, it's not how McKenna and I do things, but I know lots of couples who are married, mm-hmm. long-time couples, and still keep their money completely separate. My parents. They do that, really? Yep. They still have separate bank accounts, and they don't really know what's in each each wow. other's bank accounts. Yeah. So they just have an agreement on covering certain bills yep. and stuff, and as long as that's taken care of, then their money is their own? They're, yeah. Wow. Which I kind of... I appreciate both ways, right? Because on the one hand, obviously, if, you know, you one partner makes significantly more or there's a stay at home dad or mom in the in the picture, then I get why you'd combine things. Yeah. On the other hand, if you kind of make the same amount and you do have that agreement, then it still gives you that little bit of freedom of having your own. money. And if you have wildly different spending habits. Yeah. And then you don't get judged by each other. Because I mean, like McKenna, especially when the boys were really young, McKenna didn't work. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't be fair for us to keep our money separate, right? Well, I come to work. No, that doesn't make any sense. But my parents, they both had full-time jobs and made similar amounts of money. Uh, My dad enjoyed it because he would secretly just buy electronics and then put it in the house. My hope that my mom never noticed. (laughs) That's what he'd do with his money. (laughs) I don't buy anything for myself because McKenna manages all the money. Which also is smart. I don't even really know how much I make. Like, yeah. I don't know, and I should probably get on that. I should well, probably have more of an active hand in our finances. I mean, if something if happened she, to her, I'd be screwed. Well, like, if she does it properly and well, and she organizes it. I mean, you, you're not great with paperwork. I've oh, seen no. that. So oh, it stresses me she out. She should probably just keep <laughs> handling that. podcast. Yesterday, we were chatting with one of our coworkers who mentioned, we were talking about shoes and where we get our shoes and stuff, and he said, he named a couple stores that he gets shops at because they... They regularly stock up to size 14. Right. He's, He's got, got big feet. Size 14 feet. Yeah. And then we got talking all about the people we know with huge feet and the difficulties that they have finding shoes yeah. and stuff. And everyone seems to have big feet stories. Oh, so yeah. You and, I, you and I are fascinated by super tall people. Yep. Like if, someone's, if you tell me that there's a seven footer at your party, I'll come just to check it out. <laughs> you got to, you know, got <laughs> to observe the seven footers for sure. Big feet are kind of in the same category, it's though, true. aren't they? If you see a giant foot, you're like, geez, that's a ski. Like, you always, you get completely distracted. You're like, you could act. I, this sounds ridiculous, but I actually always think that. Like, if I see someone with massive feet, I'm like, do you think you could actually ski on those? Like, I'm, I'm always curious, you know, how much that levels up the water. Like, anyway. <laughs> like, if it'd be easier to barefoot ski on them right? things? Yeah. Any of that, you know? Like, would you float a little more? Would you skim on those if you want to do the, like, the May skim pond? You know, pond skin? <laughs> this coworker was saying that there are stores in the States that regularly stock up to size 18. Have you ever been in, Crazy. have you ever seen a size 18 shoe, Shauna? Okay, maybe not 18, but when I was really young, I was, uh, I traveled to Austria with this orchestra I was in, and one of the dudes that was with us, he, I think, had size, I want to say 16 feet. That's big. It was massive. That's big. And it was hilarious because we were performing for the school, and all the students were sitting around, and they were just really fascinated about his feet. Like, they were all this, <laughs> we were looking down, and all the students were just pointing to the giant feet of this man. And what did he play? They didn't care. He played the double bass. So, of course. Big He's instrument to match with his small. big feet, right? No, <laughs> trying to make his feet look a little more normal, probably, beside this giant instrument. But yeah, he had massive feet, and everyone was just like, all you could see is the kids just whispering to each other and pointing. I was like, yeah, I know, those are big feet, man. Do they have a triple bass? Because I'd like to play the triple bass so my feet look regular. I just really want to Screw not the- look like my feet are. <laughs> Screw this music. Juice. Look yeah. at that guy's feet. Seriously. I was at an outlet store one time where they had a size 18 and you hold it up in front of you and it's hard to reconcile the fact that a creature of the same species <laughs> as you would wear this. 
And then there are guys in the NBA whose shoe size goes into like the 20s. Jeez, that's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, that would be it'd be fun, but it'd be tough. Can we just set up an event here where we invite people with the biggest feet, okay, and we make them, we attempt to send them <laughs> down a hill and then skim across a pond, because I really want to know what would happen. Are you talking about a big dog jam? Oh, a man. big dog pond Let's skim make it jam? Happen, man. I think they could. <sighs> I think you, you could ski on those things, all right? You'd need more than just the big feet, though. Like, the Peggy Hill feet alone aren't going to get you across the pond. You'd need the technique, and you'd need the, the physical capabilities. Ah, that's I thought minor details, would, man. I thought you were saying maybe we just invite big feet down to the station to just hang so out with us and just put them up against the glass. And I'm I mean, not a foot cool guy or well. anything, no. but if you got size 18 dogs, I'd take a look. Yeah, I'd like to you hold know? those shoes. <laughs> my, my, buddy's, them up. my buddy's older brother has size 16 feet. And he's had those since he was in like grade eight, I think. And he played hockey before That's that. Such a funny then, way of saying it. He's had those since grade eight. <laughs> Sixteen feet. feet. Yeah. But uh, he played hockey, and he he was gonna need custom skates, and they were gonna be like fifteen hundred bucks, I think. And his parents were like, "You play volleyball now. Yep. You don't play hockey anymore." I would so say the same. <laughs> yep. Unless is there a procedure for, you know how there's like breast reducing procedures? Yeah. Is there one for feet yet? Or he's getting a foot reduction. He's getting a foot reduction. No, no, they're beautiful. But the he way needs they to are. play hockey. So, geez, if you got big dogs, come stick them on the glass of the studio, <laughs> Sean. I would be so hey, pumped. If we're not here though, take your shoes off and then just give us, leave us the footprints. Just so in the snow in, out front. Right, yeah, would just be... leave us one of those. What Jeez. was here? Holy crap! The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Damon said, if you have a if you have a big dog, Jan, you have to invite McKenna. It's only fair. So right off the top of that bit, I was about to talk about McKenna. I was going to bring up her big feet, and I let it fly this time because I feel really mean when I bring it up. I can't believe we got through like three minutes of big feet talk without oh, no, it was reference to McKenna. Right there at the start. And I was like, I've, I already made fun of her big feet recently, and I was like, i got to chill out with the big feet. <laughs> references i hope she realizes that it's just for it's all in good fun right like i also have big feet so what size are your feet nine yeah i think that's mckenna too yeah so some oh, yeah. reason we've painted her with that brush i know i thought she had bigger than nine nine is not big it's funny ten women's big. nine men's that be yeah yeah well if we have a big foot jam maybe she can be like the marshal or something she that can <laughs> Actually, my, my snowboard boots are a size 10, which is, that's getting, that's big. That's big? That's a big foot. It's a pretty big foot. Yeah. What is the big foot jam going to look like? Is it just going to be a bunch of people with huge dogs milling around outside yes. the station? And we need merch. Okay. Like, I don't know, like fake big feet that, I don't know. We'll have a bowl of the candies, obviously. Absolutely. The big foot candies. Maybe yes. someone can run by in a big foot costume. That would be point. excellent. Yeah. See if we can, see if the monster truck is free. You know, Bigfoot, the monster truck? Yo, Get that yeah, Bigfoot jam off. I just want to see a Bigfoot. Everybody has to take their shoes off and dance. We just, I just want <laughs> we'll, we'll do some sort of tap routine. Absolutely. And we're just going to zone right on and feet. Like, it's just going to yeah. be a big focus. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Maybe have cameras, we do... close-ups of all the feet dancing. Maybe we could get like a pedicure place on on board to come in. Absolutely. And um, the ladies who do the pedicures will will make inappropriate comments about the size of the feet. And yeah, stuff. that's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah, that I think you know it's we're gonna get some weird people coming to this. By the way. Well, I don't know if it's like, is it a spectator event? Because do we do we want those types? Well, that's it. If it is a spectator, we'll get some weird people. Beckler and sure. Sean's first annual Bigfoot Jam. No perverts. No, no perverts allowed. <laughs> we have a pretty strict rule We here. don't check your ID at the door. We check your pervert status at the door. <laughs> Show us your browser history. Anything oh weird in there? Oh, my God.
This is not that kind of jam. I would, I mean, I honestly would love to try and do a pawn scam if that could be part of the, part of the event, please. Okay. I just want to see who gets most skimmability off, off their feet. That's all. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for this. Me too. Yeah. My cousin's a really good barefoot water skier. Maybe I could enlist him to help out. I don't think anyone's going to come. <laughs> I think everyone's going to come, Beckler. <laughs> you know we can march around in your big feet all day long. That's right. A Shane Holmes home. Take those big dogs and take them for a walk all through your own house. Custom boot room for your huge boots. Absolutely. <laughs> huge boots. Yeah. Extra yep. big gubbies because your boots are so big. They can do that for you with their affordable customization. If you're thinking of building or buying, uh, actually, we didn't talk about this on the show today, but I saw a story about how Calgary has set a record this past month for housing starts. Oh, yeah. So just building houses like crazy in Calgary. Um, but the demand is still outpacing even those record high housing starts. Yep. So if you're thinking of, of building here in Calgary, um, consider a company that's been doing it as long as Shane Holmes has with the proven track record. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A little update on my parents' spending ventures. Uh, we've <laughs> yeah. Give us the background on this if someone hasn't heard yet. So my parents sold their uh, house in Brampton. I don't know. Was it a year ago now? But they hit the sweetest sweet spot you could ever se- sell a house. It was at. like that yeah. post-COVID big boom that was happening in the Greater Toronto area at the time, and they it was just coincidence. They just decided they wanted to downsize, but they wound up selling their place for like one point seven million or something and um because of that they now have a bit of coin left in the bank account because they downsized so they put a a significant chunk of that into a bank and they've been spending like they won a huge lottery which as i would as well because they basically did right like they kind of won the lottery they won the real estate lottery and they're getting older and i was like you know what? you spend that money go crazy with it so it's been really fun to watch um (laughs) lately though they were talking about their latest venture and they want to come and visit me in Calgary briefly, but they want to take the train from Vancouver to Banff. Okay. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And I've seen those before. They look really cool. There's Via Rail and there's the Rocky Mountaineer, right? Yes. So originally they were looking at Via Rail and then they realized that uh, if you pass through the mountains o- overnight. Which defeats the which purpose. Which defeats of- the purpose. So I said to them when I heard that, I was like, well, if you're going to do it, you got to do it. Like you have to go and see the mountains during the day. Otherwise, what's the point? So now they've switched their their tune. Do you want to take a guess that this is a two day trek that they're going to take? It's just two days that they go from Vancouver to Banff. And which idea? rail line is it with? Rocky Mountaineer is the, the one they decided to go with. Because it's where you can see the mountains during the day. I just had a video about this come up on my TikTok. There was a guy who was showing the whole process. Mm, and he said there's two different levels. There's like a gold or a silver, I yeah. think. Um, and the one that he went on, I want to say the two day trip was like $2,500 or something. Mm, 37 each? Each. Oh, for two days? For two days. Okay, though. It's going to be a bucket list trip for them. You yeah, it looked absolutely incredible. Like, yeah. the trip looked spectacular. And the train is so cool. And it's like all glass top and everything. Yeah, and again, I'm the one who said to them, I was like, look, you're going to do it, do it. Okay? And because I guess you can, the silver level or whatever is the one where you don't get the full viewing. And again, I'm like, do the full, go all out, man. Just and there's, do it. Yeah, there's like fine dining and then like an outdoor viewing platform mm-hmm. and stuff. It looks spectacular. Yeah. I'm going to tell them. $700 each for two days? Yeah. 
I'm like, can you take my phone and then just film the whole thing so we can live vicariously through you? Because I am never going to pay that amount for two days on the train, but wow, good on them. So that's the latest. So we'll uh, touch base back. They're going around stampede time as well. So they'll arrive here. So I'll, I'll give you the full they, rundown they, when they do that. They picked the high season as well. To it's do it. the <laughs> highest of seasons. The, I think probably most expensive day they could go. That's what they're going for. Like, so do you have a more expensive weekend? <laughs> We've got some cash to burn. Could we upgrade? So. That is the upgrade. <laughs> more upgrade. <laughs> The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Yesterday on Pop-Up Audio, we featured Modern Girl by Bleachers. Yeah. Which is a song that you and I are both really digging. Huge fan of that song. It has... Rock and roll saxophone, man. Rock and roll saxophone. At the end of the song, the very end of the song, like the outro, the saxophone, the rock and roll saxophone, plays this familiar melody, and it's driving me nuts. I know it from somewhere. I can't put my finger on it. It's this right here. So this is the last chorus. And then right here. Where is that melody from, Sean? Do you know it? Oh, jeez. I can't place it, and it's been driving me crazy. I mean, I have to be honest, it's a fairly common way of, like, you know, putting notes but together in music, it's but yeah, those exact notes. I know. Thank you. Uh, Where is that from? Crazy. I was thinking oh, the closest I could get was "I'll Be Missing You" by Puff Daddy. No, it was one black morning when this, but that's not it. No. What is, if anyone knows, please, please help me. Yeah, it's going to drive me please bonkers now. Why are you making it? You're ruining me. everyone's morning with this. <laughs> well, collectively, with the oh, thousands of people sake. that live, we Hopefully could probably. We get, if not, we're all going to, we're all going to go into a long weekend just not being able to sleep. No, no. So if you, if you happen to know what that is, uh, someone says, is it Jason? Is it I'm yours by Jason Mraz? Uh. I've got to remember what, what that song sounds oh, like. I don't uh, know. If this brings up an ad, I won't be happy. No. Uh, Jason Mraz, I don't know. That's playing an ad. Come on. Okay, well, anyway, we'll play we're a song, and the then we're going to look this. into this. And if you have any other suggestions, we'll take that as well. We're taking yep. calls. And we're taking calls. 403-238-9929. Put me out of my misery, please. What is that song? Thankfully, a bunch of people texted, and I think we figured it out. It's this song. But I won't have no more, no more. I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. There it is. Very same. Yeah. Thank God. That's good. Thank I'm glad God. that we got to that. It's fantastic. That was bothering me. That would have driven us all bonkers. The and Shauna podcast. I was talking about the weather with a friend of mine, and I was saying that I hope the mountains get a, a nice dump in the spring, just a little, you know, refresher, because it's been a pretty slow season so far. So anyway, not just for that, but we could sure use it down here. Moisturize in terms of. <laughs> I think that's the hydrological term. Moisturize. We need to moisturize this <laughs> this region. I sorry, I meant I said moisture wise. <laughs> sorry is what I meant, but moisturize. Moisturize even the earth. Let's moisturize. <laughs> oh, I am using that from that point forward. Um, okay, that's we great. We just use it for so we don't have water shortages, right? Because the reservoirs are all so low. And moisturize. moisturize. <laughs> make it happen but it was funny because he was like yeah it's not looking promising though he's like it's gonna be an early spring 
It's like, oh, really? I didn't hear that. And he goes, yeah, well, the groundhogs. It's like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, well, the groundhogs, they didn't see their shadows. And he was dead. Was he serious? He was dead serious, <laughs> Beckler. And this is a smart friend of mine. And I, I turned to him and I kind of waited for a minute. I'm like, he's not serious, right? I'm like, I think he's serious. And I, was, I was like, you know that that's not a scientific thing, right? That the groundhogs truly can't predict an early spring. Did he think it was? He so he immediately kind of paused for a sec and then backed up and was, it was like, well, no, no, it's not the groundhogs themselves, but like the, the meteorologists, they use the groundhogs to kind of like tell what they've, <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I don't know who needs to hear this out there. The groundhogs do not actually know if it's going to be an early spring. That is not a scientific way of... If you've ever seen the ceremony where they hold the groundhog up and the guy's dressed like an old-timey mare, like, that should have been the hint that it's not real. No, I think the hint so. also might have been the giant groundhog <laughs> mascot that they use. Some places they wrangle the, a real groundhog, it's true. Though, so... Either way, these... Nope, that's not. That's ju- that's just a ceremony. It's a lovely gesture. The groundhogs actually can't <laughs> predict if it's an early spring or not. Okay. My for, poor for, friend, I mean, for all ground. we know, like, have you actually, have you, have you actually ever been inside the headquarters at Environment and Climate Change Canada, the <laughs> no. government agency that makes our weather predictions? No. I haven't seen the inside of it. It's true. Maybe it's a bunch of groundhogs running around in there. I, th- I thought you were supposed to say. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen inside the. The headquarters of the groundhogs. I'm like, well, me neither, Beckler. And there's all maybe these they, meteorologists in white coats with little... clipboards, and they're just watching the groundhogs. Hmm, interesting. Or maybe the groundhogs well. themselves have tiny little instruments inside their holes <laughs> that are just typing it up for us. For all we know, I've never been inside a You're groundhog. Right, I've never burrow. seen a hole either. <laughs> okay, that's not a way. To... Gonna stick my schmutz in a groundhog <laughs> burrow next chance I get. See what's cool. Let's go see moisturize what's... the earth and then go check out the groundhog holes. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My kids watch, as you know, they watch these like terrible YouTube videos and as everyone does yeah (laughs) I think a lot of the kids do yep Um, they were watching this one yesterday and it was like it was called pick one kick one and it was all about like modern pop artists like the biggest pop artists in the world and they it was like a like a would you rather almost like okay this or that so they give you an artist against another artist and you got to pick the one that you prefer gotcha Um, so I thought I'd run you through just a couple of these really quickly for some stupid Friday content Shauna okay um, Bieber or Ed Sheeran? Bieber. Going Bieber, okay. Billie Eilish or Miley Cyrus? Eilish. Rihanna or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Drake or The Weeknd? <sighs> the Weeknd. He's from your hometown, isn't he? Isn't he from Drake? Uh, the Weeknd? The Weeknd? Oh, I don't know. I'm wrong about that. I got to double check that. Um, Drake or Sitting in Silence? <laughs> I know how much you love break. I, I take the silence myself. Would I don't know about you? you? Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. I'm not a huge Drake fan, so depending. Drake are getting punched in the face. I think I could take a punch in the face if it meant I didn't have to hear Drake. Well, it's be okay with it. Good for you. Uh, Drake are being on fire forever. <laughs> you get set on fire, and then there's just no one ever you to put you out. You can't tell me you're going to pick forever. on fire forever Jeez, over Drake. I'd probably take being on fire. No, I think. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Podcast. This is really stupid, but I saw a flock of geese traveling overhead yesterday and I counted. I think there was like 60 of them. Then I was like, where are they going? 
they're not Which, heading south at this time of year. Like no. we're already into the thick of things. They would have done that a long time, but they're not heading back yet. It's too early for that as well. So why is there 60 geese just flying in formation in the sky right now? I've had a chuckle about that myself and okay. my, my kids have asked me about it too. Okay. Um, because there are some species of geese and ducks that don't fly south, I think. Yeah, there the, is. For the winters. The so winter they, geese. They would, they would just be around here. So they're the winter geese right there. I think they're winter geese. But why is there 60 of them? Like, are they going to a party together? <laughs> That's a good are they question. going on vacation for a brief moment <laughs> and then coming back? Like, why are they? Why are there that many of them together? Or like, you'll see them flying like northwest. Yes, like, and you're like... Hey, wrong way. Honestly. <laughs> you guys. That's seriously. No. Like, are they all going for a nice dinner together? You know what I mean? Like, it's a very weird thing. Are they a gang? Is it a geese gang? I guess they hang out in flocks year round. Okay. So they just, and everything they do together, like, that would be really annoying. You'd think you'd want your own individual time as well, right? Maybe. Like, Did you think that they just, they just got together when there was time to fly south? Like they just, they got into convoy and they went down there. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You get them together and you're like, all right, it's time for, I mean, you want to look out for each other. It's a long journey, right? So it's like, you don't want to go through the mountains alone. You want to go with your geese friends. So they're safety first. But I was just like, right now they're clearly not heading south together. So what are you doing? Where do they go together? I don't know enough about goose behavior to answer this question for you, Shauna. I've had a laugh too, especially when they're flying in the wrong direction. Honestly, you're like, oops, nope. You made a mistake. (laughs) Turn around. Nope. Nope, not that way. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours with Mariah and Ty, a weekly podcast that brings this dynamic duo to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say, f-. find After Hours with Mariah and Ty wherever you get your podcasts. Grab a slice of pizza, grab a slice of pie. It's After Hours with Mariah and Ty. Sam is here too. Working the camp, I'm getting kind of hungry to eat a few hams. It's podcast time.